Welcome to the ATW Podcast. Today I'll be discussing connecting with spirits, how to connect with that subtle energy that is beyond what we can see, hear, feel, taste, and touch in this 3D world. And I will be sharing a story that actually happened to me this week. Actually, I'm going to start with that story. So on Wednesday morning, today is Sunday, Wednesday morning, my mom's partner passed away. And when I found out that he passed away, the first thing I did, and I've done this many times with people that have passed away, I asked him to just send me some sign, some sign that there is life after we die, that the spirit lives on. I never know what it is that I'm going to receive, but I keep a very open mind and I just have more of a heightened awareness, looking, sensing signs. So I was picking my mother up on the Thursday morning and Thursday morning, I did go into a meditation and once again, I asked my mother's partner for a sign. First thing that I got was as I opened my eyes after my meditation, I looked in the sky and it was a fairly cloudy day and I looked up and the sun was just peeking through and the part where the sun was peeking through, it looked like a massive feather across the sky. So I took that, that's interesting. Maybe that is a sign, but that's one of the ones where it could be, it couldn't be, I'm not quite sure. So I did consciously say, I want something very, very clear and distinct. So where I had to pick my mother up, she was at his house where he was living and the drive was about an hour and say 40 minutes. My mom texted me the address and all I did was not even consciously look at it. I took it, pressed on it and automatically it went to Google Maps and I had set it so that I was getting voice uh, directions. So the entire way as I was driving, I was in a great space, listening to beautiful songs on the radio and every once in a while, Siri would just say, you know, 500 meters, make a left, make a right on this road, this road, whatever. That was my guidance. I started driving and I saw a license plate and it said Grace on it. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if that's the person's name. I wonder if it's it means something more than the word Grace. Not thinking much of it, I kept driving. Then I passed by Grace Community Center and I thought, oh, that's interesting, Grace twice. Sure enough, five times on the drive, I saw the word grace, the side of a truck. Then I saw it on a bumper sticker and then I passed a grace church. Definitely at this moment, I thought, okay, this is a sign. This is just too much seeing grace this often. Sure enough, I get to just about um, a minute or two before my final destination, the house. And sure enough, what does Siri say? At your next left, make a left on Grace 
avenue to reach your destination. Oh my goodness, my mom's partner lived on Grace Avenue. I saw Grace five times on the way. So right off the bat, I knew 100% Grace was a sign from him saying everything is okay, everything is fine. My mom gets into the car. Within about 20 minutes, I'm sharing this story with her. And I do know at one point she was telling a story about him and we got all emotional about how she cared about him and their relationship and how wonderful it was. And simultaneously, we both looked to the right and there's this massive sign on the side of the road, huge, that says, by the grace of God. So 100%, we knew this was a sign. And it continued on from there. We watched a movie. The word grace was in it four times. Flicking through Netflix, Grace and Frankie. There was another show too with the word grace in it. And even today I talked to my mother and she said she was driving and on her drive, she saw grace a few times. So that is in my mind, a very clear sign from my mother's partner that everything is okay, that he is fine on the other side. So now I just want to talk about different ways that we can raise our vibration so that we're able to connect with the flow of life, with spirit, with that subtle energy that is just so filled with light and love and magic. First thing I want to discuss is different ways of consciousness, of ways of seeing consciousness, the old paradigm, the old way of being. We had this external seeking of energy, a separation consciousness, which meant I'm in my physical body and I'm alone in this world and it's me against the world. It's each person out for themselves, the survival of the fittest, that entire mentality. If somebody else has, it means I'm lacking that. We are, however, moving into a consciousness now, more and more of us, the vast majority of us, feeling that there's this oneness consciousness, that we are part of the grand scheme of things. Each and every one of us are vital and we all have a very distinct part in this oneness consciousness. So if somebody else has something, you're happy for them. There's more than enough for everyone. It's this feeling that if your neighbor is happy, you're happy. If you're giving, you're replenishing yourself with energy and there's an unlimited amount of love and light and energy. There is no lack, there is no limit limitations. 
So I think that's really important to understand that we're not separate. We all are a part of this consciousness, this energy that is flowing throughout this entire world, this entire universe. We are this energy. Our bodies are made up of this energy. Everything is this oneness energy. If we wish to connect to spirit, spirit meaning even our highest expression of ourselves, that part of our soul that is still in that soup of consciousness, everything there is very, very subtle. So if we're really busy in our left brain, our logical mind, we're going to miss the subtle energies, the subtle impulses, the subtle ideas, the subtle messages that are there from spirit. So number one, if you want to get signs from your higher self, from loved ones, for those who, from those who have passed on, from your spirit guides, from your guardian angels, first of all, you need to set the intention. I want to connect. I want to connect with my angels. I want to connect with my loved ones. That is very, very important. Just setting that intention. Second thing is you've got to give permission. There is free will. Your spirit guides, your angels, your loved ones, they can in no way come into your field and give you messages. If you're not in the receptive mode and you're not giving permission first, so you can set the intention. I wish to connect with my loved ones. And then I give permission for my loved ones to connect with me. Number three, because the energies are so subtle, you actually need to quiet, quiet your mind in particular. When we quiet our mind, we still the mind. And yes, we will still have thoughts, but there's spaces now between the thoughts. And you want to be really mindful of the space that you're in, the thoughts that you're thinking, and then you're in the receptive mode to receive the subtle messages and it could be anything. A subtle message could be you hearing something, you smelling something. So the very first time that I ever connected with spirit, it was connecting with my grandfather who passed away and he used to smoke cold wine dipped cigars. And I was in a meditation in my yoga room. Nobody was around. This was early in the morning. And I was probably about half an hour into my meditation. And it was as if somebody took a puff of smoke and put it right into my face. I It pulled me out of my meditation instantly. And I was actually really angry thinking that somebody came into my yoga studio, interrupted me, and was 
smoking, had the gall to smoke there. I opened my eyes, nobody was there, but I could still smell the smell, the scent of the cigar. Anyway, that freaked me out. I ran out, ran upstairs, had no idea what had gone on. I did find out later that that was my grandfather connecting with me. Once I knew that, of course, I was much calmer and more relaxed. My great-grandmother, when she comes to me, I can smell the scent of geraniums, one of her favorite flowers, and she used to make soap made out of geraniums. So those are just some signs you could see with your eyes closed, with your third eye, you could see images of the person, or it could be even an item, something that reminded, reminds you of that person. But it could be other things, synchronistic things. Could be animals that come forward. I have a girlfriend who had a few people pass in her life, all in a row. And when cardinals come to her and they do unusual things like hang out right in front of her for long periods of time, she knows that is a message from her loved ones. And at one point she had three cardinals just sitting there and three people had passed in her life and they were just staring at her. So again, messages can come in animals. Messages can come in videos. All of a sudden you ask a question, you click on a YouTube video, and it answers exactly the question that you asked. Or you overhear people speaking, and they might be talking about something that you were curious about, and they're giving the answer. So be very open and very receptive to the messages that you actually get. One other story that I want to share is Years ago, we had a German Shepherd and he passed away from the surgery when he was being neutered. Uh, it turned out he was a hemophiliac and he died while having his surgery. I was just devastated. I was so upset. I remember dropping the kids off at school. It was a rainy, rainy, rainy day, heavy rain. And I was just crying so hard that I ended up pulling over on the side of the road. And I just stopped there. The wipers were going back very, very rapidly. And I just, I was just was grieving so much and I was so upset. There was a car that pulled up right in front of me and the license plate said Tomahawk. I knew instantly that was my grandfather there saying everything is okay, I will look after your dog. He loved all of my dogs, the previous ones that I had before Diesel. And I knew he had sent that license plate, that sign, just to tell me it's okay, I'll watch this dog also on the other side. No worries whatsoever. And I know I felt better. The moment that I saw that sign, and Tomahawk, by the way, is what he used to call my brother. That's why I knew it was my grandfather. That was his nickname for my brother. So quieting the mind, 
being in the receptive mode, having heightened awareness to messages and not having any judgment or expectations, not falling into the trap of your brain, your logical brain saying, oh, this is stupid, this doesn't work. You're not gonna get a sign the moment you do that. If you will something the way you want it to be, it won't happen. You truly have to trust, quiet the mind, be in a receptive mode and just be open to whatever it is. Look at the world in a magical way. Look at the world again with this oneness consciousness as opposed to the separation consciousness. The next thing you need to do is actually ask for signs. And then when you get a sign, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving me that sign. When you say thank you, really what you're saying is more. I want more. And when you say thank you, it also raises your vibration. The word thank you in itself is so positive and high vibrational. And it always opens yourself for more and more. And then the final thing, you need to stay present. Staying present is critical. You will not be able to receive messages if you're thinking about the past. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. Why did I do this? Or if you're in the future. In the future, it's always that anxiety-filled feeling. I need to do this and this and this and this and this. No messages can come through past or future. It has to be you being in the present moment. If you're in the present moment too, and you're in a vibration of, I wanna say sort of being unconscious, being aware, unaware, you're not gonna receive the message. It's very important that you've got that quiet mind, you're present, you're open to receiving anything. And as you're open to receiving, there's no judgment and no expectations on what it is that you're going to receive. So try this out. See what it feels like. And it's amazing. To me, the more signs that I get, the more magical the world feels. The more magical the world feels, the better I feel. The better I feel, the more connected I feel to everything that exists around in the world. The more I feel connected to nature, to really that flow of life, that pulse of life. And magic really does unfold. When you're quiet, open, listening to the subtleties that are all around us. 
So the last thing that I'm going to leave you with are what are the things that you can do for yourself every day that actually make you feel good, that help you become more present, and then things that help you to feel connected to all that is. What is it for you? And try to do that every single day. I'll give a couple of examples of really truly what makes me present. And there's a few go-tos for me. Number one, it is meditating. I truly enjoy my meditations. Number two, it is being outside in nature. And it could just be breathing in that fresh, incredible air. It could be being right next to a body of water. It could be me being in the forest, overlooking a vast bed of flowers or meadows. But it's definitely being in nature being able to breathe that crisp, fresh air. Another thing would be me moving my physical body, either through the practice of yoga or simply walking again outdoors. I also love music. And this is also based on how I'm feeling at any given moment. It's either fast paced, happy, uplifting music, or it's very serene, peaceful music. It doesn't matter. Music generally makes me feel very, very positive. And the last thing that I absolutely love doing is connecting with like-minded people, friends that look at the world the way I do, as if everything is magical. Looking at the world with the glass half full, not half empty. Almost every one of my friends is chronically optimistic. They're in that space of how can I be the best possible expression of myself? How can I be of service to others? How can I help uplift humanity? That wasn't always the case years and years ago. I actually made a very conscious decision that the people in my life that I didn't feel great with, that were weighing me down, that were negative, pessimistic. I was going to slowly, consciously let go of those relationships. And it's quite amazing. I started doing that and all these new people started coming in. Very positive, high vibrational, loving people. So. Just be conscious, write a list. What are the things that make you happy? And 
Are you doing them on an every, every day, every single day? Don't let one day go by where you're not doing something for yourself, whatever it is. And it could be reading a book that's positive, watching a movie that's positive. It could be transplanting plants in your house. It could be gardening outside if the weather permits. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. On that note, fuel yourself. There is nothing more important in the world than your own self-care, your own happiness, your own well-being. Fill yourself and then give and connect to others. Namaste.